Welcome to Not A Christian Podcast. It's not a Christian podcast. It's a podcast that happens to be Christian. In this podcast, we tell stories, we talk about life, faith, and pretty much anything else you can imagine. So let's go ahead and jump into it. It's Not a Christian Podcast, episode 100, right here on Friday, July the 7th. Folks, we... I don't know why I said folks, I never said that word. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it all the way to 100 episodes. Like We're not going to change our ways now. We made it all the way to 100th episode. So, uh, friends of the show, thank you for being here for episode 100 of Not a Christian Podcast. It's been a long time coming. Just a couple things. Uh, ever since the beginning of the show, when I make the episode title, if you go back and look at episode one, I put episode zero, zero, one, and every episode has a zero in front of the number. And I've done that as a reminder of my goal from the very beginning. And I don't think I've ever expressed this on the show. I've expressed it to people I've talked to, but my goal from the very beginning was to make it to 100 episodes. And there were some times, especially at the beginning where I thought maybe I'm going to do 10, 12, maybe 20 episodes and just completely run out of things to talk about, but it hasn't happened yet, and we have made it to 100 episodes. So thank you for being a part of the journey. I have a guest with me today, and he's going to introduce himself, but his Not A Christian Podcast journey has been very particular. We'll just say that. So my friend joining the show today, Josh, how many times have you been mentioned on Not A Christian Podcast? (laughs) Well, um... I never really kept track. It was yeah. just uh, probably was the first two episodes where <laughs> I was involved yeah. in those stories, and and of course, like there would be stories that you would tell that uh, I wasn't named uh, in particular, but I was there for those stories, and yeah, and uh, yeah, it's just it's been a wild ride, you know, listening to the podcast, being a a blast from the past, you know, just being yes. able to remember all the stories from the good old days of college, yeah. And it's not your first time on the show, technically. Technically, the yeah. The very first year, so probably in the area of like 10, episode 10 to 12, we did some uh, Christmas traditions and we decided to keep it or can it. And I let you be the tiebreaker. So I just yeah. called you, didn't tell you ahead of time I was going to call you, <laughs> uh, just let you be the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, so you, your voice has been on the show before. Right. But as far as the particularity of your Not a Christian podcast journey, tell yeah. us about that. Yeah. That's why you're here today. Uh, well, so, uh, hello, uh, friends of the show. My name is Josh, like Kyle said. I've been friends with Kyle probably since the first week of college yeah. for both of us. Almost and 12 years. Almost 12 years. And as Kyle has been going on this journey, I uh, <laughs> did not listen. Um, <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> I supported him from afar. I participated in, I think, one tournament. Two, I think. Okay, Maybe just one. I think it was just I one because I remember it was the only like the only one that entered in, and my only goal was to beat Chad. Yes, that was and, a Christmas. Game. And I did. Yeah. I did. He did beat Chad. But Chad has gone on to win he has a, a, a tournament. Yeah. yeah, he is a podcast. He is a not a Christian podcast legend. Yeah, and depending on how this goes today, we we might name you a not a Christian podcast icon. Oh. Which is not as good as Legend. Honestly, still... I will, you know, uh, I'm kind of a fan of iconography, so okay. uh, I I will gladly accept the okay. title of icon. Good. So, uh, but for me, 
Uh, my Not a Christian podcast journey <laughs> started uh, a long time ago. By a long time, I mean uh, 16 days ago. <laughs> yep. You have uh, listened to every episode of Not a Christian podcast in the past 16 days. In the past 16 days. Yes. So all, all episodes that have been already recorded, yeah. I have listened to. <laughs> So, like, 17, 18 days ago, Josh texted me. It was when, I think, episode 96 came out, and he was like, when is when is 100 coming out? And it was June 30th at the time. Uh, we were a week off that. But he said, like, what if I listen to every episode before then? And I said, like, jokingly, I will have you as a guest on episode 100 if you do that. And he didn't even start for, like, two days after that. No, actually, if if you remember, I think I remember oh. it correctly. I think it was like a week. Oh, maybe in a week. Yeah, it was because okay. I remember <laughs> I, I remember texting you at, at the beginning of June, and you said it was going to be June 30th originally when the episode 100 was going to come out. And I had mapped it out in my head and made the calculations, and uh, I think it was going to end up coming out to around like three episodes a day. Yeah. And um <laughs> and so I was like, oh, well, that'd be cool if I did that. And uh, then just forgot about it for a week. And <laughs> then finally on uh, June 8th, I finally sat down, got on Spotify, and started listening to the first episode. And I sent you a screenshot, and I said, well, yeah. uh, a few days late, but here we go. And uh, <laughs> I did not know uh, when I started that it was going to go as fast as it did yeah. you, you did it with time to spare yeah yeah you, you finished on june 25th yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> which is so funny because literally um i think i texted you the i started on a friday and then i texted you like sunday evening that i'd already made it through, <laughs> through like 27 episodes <laughs> And uh, at that point, I really started to think, wow, this could be an actual attainable goal. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just kept going, you know, uh, mm. you know, I'm working in my life right now. I'm just working part time at a store that shall not be named uh, that is currently being boycotted by some folks. I'll let mm-hmm. you guess what that is. Uh, it's Target. Um, it's Target. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, it could be Chick-fil-A, too, because people are yeah. on that. Yeah. Chick-fil-A's apparently. Yeah. Well, I guess I could also be working for Bud Light, but yeah, <laughs> yeah open to interpretation. Target, Chick Fil A, or Bud Light, you make the determination. You, you decide. <laughs> but yeah, so working uh, there as I finish up my master's program and uh, living life with uh, a wife and an almost two-year-old, and I just want to preface and, and t- tell everyone that. Uh, no, I did not neglect my family uh, at the cost of finishing the yeah, podcast. Because that's what I imagine happened over these past two and a half weeks. That Josh just abandoned all responsibility. <laughs> and his wife and baby son were begging him to come back. <laughs> and he just was fiendishly listening to Not a Christian podcast I, on two times speed. I was just sitting there listening uh, with my earbuds in on my couch while chaos was <laughs> happening around me, but I was going to finish. <laughs> That's not what happened. Um, but uh, just as, as time rolled and I just continued listening, yeah, it just seemed like the, the podcasts, man, it just seemed so short. You know, Not only because I was listening in two times speed, mm-hmm. um, but just because of the great fun and joy that I got out of listening and hearing uh, not only stories from when we were in college together, 
but really from stories just of of your life, you know, you, when it's we, pretty legendary, <laughs> pretty, pretty inspiring, I must say. Well, you know, and, <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. Uh, you know, hearing your story of of what well, would you even call it, summiting uh, the um, highest point in Texas? Well, I guess that, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So summiting, uh, you know, the, that was uh, an inspiring story. Yes, it was. Um, you know, <laughs> I think in that story you also recounted about how there was. Um, wasn't there an older gentleman that was like that passed you on the oh, way? Yeah. That was, yeah, like yeah. Was... that's inspired. That's the inspiring part of the story. <laughs> I hope he's out there listening. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, just just yeah. being able to hear your stories from, you know, yeah, just your your life and in each phase of your life and and hearing stories from your friends and yeah, it's just been really awesome. Yeah, I've I've made new friends since you've exited my life. Well, how do you feel about that? Well, it's okay because I'm still your number one. You're not my number one, but mm. I still I can't believe in episode 99 that you ranked your friends and put me at top. But uh, yeah. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's that. yet to be recorded, but <laughs> that's what's going to happen. So this actually isn't the hundredth episode. Yeah, but, but we're gonna say it is. We're gonna say it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out one hundredth. Um, yeah, I think I think back through all the things that I've overcome over the past few years, um, the freezer. The rot, oh the man! Beef freezer. That's oh. probably my life's biggest accomplishment was just surviving that day. I will say though <laughs> that the way that you told that story was brilliant because, yeah. like, you had me feeling like what you were feeling. Yeah, I knew I had to be on my A game that day to mm. convey the atrocity yeah. that was the three-month-old rotten meat right. that I sorted through, <laughs> picked up with my gloved hands. And disposed of in a dumpster. <laughs> and I, I don't remember in the in the story. I don't know if it was your uh, your CMI or somebody that was there, but when they just decided that they were going to go in and try to just manhandle. It <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was Thomas. He listens to the show. Oh uh, man, he, he's a legend in my mind. If for no other reason than for that, Thomas. Uh, I, <laughs> Thomas, you. You did exactly what I would have done. I would have tried to get in there, and then something would have <laughs> trapped me inside. Yeah. So I feel your pain, man. Yeah, uh, that episode was from the first week of March, twenty twenty one. If you've never listened, like it, it happened on March first. Okay, that date is still etched in my brain. And whatever Friday was after that, right? The day that podcast right. came out. Right. I'll never oh, forget that man. day. It's like when you know back in. You know, when, when historians recount, uh, you know, before Christ, you know, it's yeah. B.C. and A.D. Before, it's, it's, before innocence lost and after. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm kind of, honestly, as you were like, you sent me a text once that you were basically live tweeting your experience, but you were just texting me about it. Like. There were so many messages I didn't even answer because you were sending me like six to eight messages a day. And I answered oh, yeah. good. Right. Um, but it was it was fun to walk back through the podcast through your experience. And right. It brought you joy. And that was right. the purpose. That's been the purpose of Not A Christian Podcast from the beginning mm. uh, is just to provide some entertainment for people, just kind of some meandering thoughts and whatever I felt like talking about, whatever stories I wanted to tell. So all those episodes are still serving their purpose. So mm-hmm. I'm super happy for that. I'm really happy for, for what's in the future. Really happy, excited about today's show. 
Uh, anything else you want to talk about with your journey to get here today? You know, first I just want to thank my wife. Uh, well, I, I have to thank the man upstairs, actually. Uh, Daddy God. Uh, <laughs> Do call that. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but no, man, it's... <laughs> Uh, it's been it's been truly great and um, just yeah. an awesome experience. Yeah, and I think it's really cool that you told me earlier that you agree with every opinion I've ever had. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I you know <laughs> I am the type of person that uh, I just take in what it was told for me to believe, and that's what I believe. Yeah. You know, I you know I like mm-hmm. to think I like to think of. Uh, be taught what to think yes, and not, not how to think. think. Yes, yeah. Yes, the best philosophy. It depends on who your teacher is. Um, yeah, well, I had you as my teacher, so yeah. it, was, it was the best teacher. Yeah, I will go ahead and say, um, Josh has already, we've already pointed out some hypocrisy in my life as Josh has been in my apartment. I do have half sheet paper towels on my counter as we speak, <laughs> but I also have unsweet tea in the fridge, and I can show it to you later and prove it. So, yeah. Um, and I don't think, though, there is ketchup in there, but I don't need it on burgers. Oh, no. Um, well, I got my steak medium rare. Yeah? I don't know if that's ever been talked about on the show, but it should be. Well, you know, that's, um, I think it was, uh, uh, I think it was Matt Chandler himself posted something on Instagram mm-hmm. that uh, he, it was a photo uh, of, like, the different, like, doneness of steaks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, you know, uh, raw, rare medium rare and then everything after that was didn't have a label it just said wrong so it was yeah, like yeah. wrong 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 i agree with that <laughs> yeah i don't know I don't, if, if i have never ranted about that on the show i don't know how it slipped past i don't think you have at this point yeah. okay so there's still work to be done yeah. <laughs> We're, yeah. we'll have at least 101 episodes people we still got some things to prove to the world Onward, Christian podcaster. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Into the 100s. Um, so let's see. I think a good place to start mm-hmm. uh, would be... I want to tell a story involving you. Okay. It's never been told on the podcast before. Okay. You know, I pulled out all the stops. Really on the first two episodes of the show. <laughs> like my best two stories involving you. Really you really did. <laughs> you had, really I did. I made a decision after. Like, I got to slow down. That's yeah. why I waited till 75 to tell the Vince and HEB story, because that's a good one. Right. Um, but, yeah, I came out the out the gates pretty hot. Yeah. This one isn't quite on those levels, but it's it's pretty funny. So let's talk about... So I was going through my pictures the other day when I was yeah. on a plane. Right. Just passing the time. Yeah. And I took a picture at spring break this year that I was going to send to you. Yeah. But I was driving, so I couldn't right. see it right then. It was of a certain gas station. Oh no! Strikes about oh no thirty forty minutes outside of South Padre. <laughs> oh no! This is this is a good story. Uh, so we pass by. I don't remember what town it's in, but I always recognize it. Like when I when I see it, it's, yeah. There's stripes everywhere down there, but for some reason, like this one just like has a place in my heart. Oh man! Uh, freshman year of college, we were going to South Padre for Beach Reach at mm-hmm. spring break, mm-hmm. and. We stop at this gas station. Like I said, like super close to Padre. I don't even know why we stopped. So right. close to Padre. Yep. Uh, but we, me you, me, and you were in the backseat of the truck that was pulling the mm-hmm. trailer. Mm-hmm. And our friend Richard was driving. And uh-huh. our friend Spencer was in the passenger seat. Yep. I remember that. And we stopped at this gas station. And I don't think I ever went inside. Because I, I distinctly remember you coming outside. But we had like three vans and this truck with a trailer. And... <laughs> The vans start taking off, 
and Josh is the like the vans see that Josh is the last one inside. They see him walking out, so they start rolling out, and then I see Josh like doing this hurried walk towards towards the truck. <laughs> he opens the door and gets in. He's like, "Just go, Richard. Just drive. Just get out of here. Go, just go." I'm like, Josh, what happened? And so, Josh, tell us what happened inside the stripes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I believe the reason why we stopped so close, I think, was um, our director at the time, Lee, uh, wanted to, I think he wanted to fill up the, the, the vans with gas. Maybe okay. that was like, I think he wanted to maybe uh, get some cheaper gas before we had to get on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, so while they were stomped, I decided that I was going to go inside and use the restroom. And, uh, and on my way back, um, uh, a little fun fact about me is that uh, I enjoy a good icy. Uh, I really enjoy a good icy. At the time, I held to the belief that Stripes had the best ICs. You know, 7-Eleven has the, the Slurpees, and, uh, but I stood firm in that, that Stripes had the best. And also at that time, uh, <laughs> the Stripes was see, celebrating an excess of, of <laughs> size of drinks, you could say. <laughs> and they happened to be selling at the time a plastic cup that reached 64 ounces and uh, a half gallon for those who did <laughs> not know. So with that, I uh, those, those drinks, that that Slurpee, that, or, sorry, the, the, the 64 ounce drink was only supposed to be used with the soft drinks. Yeah, so because the price per ounce of the Slurpees were was more than the fountain yes, drinks. Yes, yes, yeah. So the, the so Slurpees... There, Stripes did not intend for a 64-ounce Slurpee to exist. Yes, <laughs> yes. Their maximum was 32, and it was uh, much more expensive than, than, the, uh, than the sodas. And so I, uh, being... The genius that I was <laughs> thought to myself, hey, if I get this cup, it's plastic, it's not see-through, I can go and fill this thing up with 64 ounces of cherry icy, throw a lid on it, and go up there and convince the cashier that it was just soda. They would look at it and say, oh, this kid got 64-ounce soda. Great. Little did they know, I had walked out with icy or what i was hoping to do was walk out with a 64 ounce icy probably gonna pay like a dollar 75 for yes i think it was like a dollar 50 like it was (laughs) it was ridiculous right uh so (laughs) i get in line and i wait and this whole time you know I'm, i'm sitting there drinking on my icy and uh thinking i'm getting away with the heist of the century and I get up to the counter, and I put the drink on the counter, and uh, she rings it up, tells me the price, and I reach in my pocket and realize that I do not have my wallet. (laughs) I left my wallet in the truck where uh, Richard and Spencer and Kyle were, and I happened to look out at that time and see that (laughs) the vans were starting to pull off. And so I realized in my mind at that time, that being on a, <laughs> I was okay with bamboozling the cashier and getting a 64 ounce icy, but I was not okay with just trying to walk out with the icy without paying. So I realized I was either going to have to slow everybody down even more by going and getting my wallet and running back inside to pay, or 
I was just going to have to abandon that icy. <laughs> but I, being non-confrontational as I was, did not have the heart to tell the lady, hey, I forgot my wallet. I can't pay for this. I'm just going to have to throw it away. Or I'm just going to have to leave it here. <laughs> I said, give me one second. I have to go grab my wallet. And I will be, <laughs> and I will be right back. <laughs> and I assured her that I was coming back. So, and I didn't even think about this until now, but she might have just like held everybody in line <laughs> and not checked anybody out until I Story got is back. still unfolding. And Drama. so I exit the door and with as fast as I could possibly walk, I didn't want to run because I didn't want to make it seem like I was anything sketchy, doing anything sketchy, but I, <laughs> I walk with a swift pace back to the truck <laughs> and... And as soon as I get in, I just start telling Richard, who's driving, just go, Richard, please go, just just go. And everybody's like, Josh, what's wrong? I was like, just go, please. And I'm getting ever more just emphatic in my pleas to go. And so Richard finally pulls off. And it wasn't until we get a little ways down the road, I think, that I finally tell you guys what happened. And yeah. that whole week... I remember that uh, Richard <laughs> Richard would not let it die. <laughs> Just kept thinking like he as we were passing by Richard. I think it was Richard that looked over and said, "Hey Josh, do you want to go in there and see if your drink's still there?" As we were leaving, and uh, actually, now that I think about it, that might have been the year because there was a year. Uh, at Beatrice, that I completely forgot my wallet. I that left. wasn't the same year. Oh, was it not the same no, year? we were older when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good way to solve that problem. Right. <laughs> well, I won't be tempted to Oh, man. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I just don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Mm. But, yeah, so that's the story. <laughs> I yeah. still think back to yeah. that time. And, like, the best part of it is the fact that you tried you were trying to pull a fast one off You're right. by putting the Slurpee in the drink cup and paying less than you should have. And like, I just want to know, like, if if she didn't cancel the transaction right away, just waited for you to come back. How long did she wait? How long did the Slurpee sit on the counter? And when what happened when they discovered they're like, oh, this this kid tried to put Slurpee in this cup. <laughs> You know, I like to think that she was probably watching me go through the, like, out the window. And then as soon as she saw me get into the truck and the truck pull away, she probably thought, well, I guess he's not coming back for this drink. And then maybe that's when she tried to dispose of it and discovered that I was trying to swindle them out of 64 ounces of Slurpee. Oh, yes. Oh, man. Great time. Was that also the year? Was that our first year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that? Uh, so that was the same year that that uh, we encountered Peter. Then. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, let's talk about Peter. Like, yeah. <laughs> this was literally the only thing I had on the agenda for the show. You have the rest of the agenda. Okay. Uh, because you brought your. We'll talk about the bag of tricks later. Yeah. But, um, and a lot of other things you wanted to do on the show. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we met a friend. How did it start? It was like the, the morning shift, like the 8 a.m. shift. It was, yes, it was the 8 a.m. shift. So uh, for those of you, I don't know if you ever, well, I just listened to all the podcast episodes. So 
I don't know if you ever fully explained what exactly beach reach is in, in case. So for those who don't know what beach reach is. Of my life separate. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, I'm fair. Kind of ashamed of it. Yeah, well, Paul says to not be ashamed of the gospel, so. Is Peter and South Padre out of the gospel? <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, beach reach, uh, for those of you who aren't. Uh, accustomed to what goes on in the Baptist student ministry world is a mission trip that happens every spring break. Um, many BSMs around Texas and even outside of Texas mm-hmm. have started yeah. uh, where they all come down in, in church vans. Um, and the simple explanation of it is, is that we uh, go around the island offering free van rides to the party goers. Uh, in hopes of being able to share the gospel. Uh, that's a pretty simple explanation of it, right? Yep. So, um, Kyle and I, when we were in college, uh, went uh, all four years together to Beach Reach. And on our first year, I think our first year, we were even paired together with, it was mm-hmm. you and me and Grace and Kim, right? And Eric. Yeah. Oh, yes, Eric. Still remember my team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so... Um, so we were we had the morning shift for the van rides, and uh, typically you know the morning van rides you know there wasn't that many you know that you know most people were still sleeping yeah, in. If, if somebody if a spring breaker was out at eight a.m. something went really wrong with right. their night. Like, yes, no one was planning on being out yes. at that time. And uh, so we were driving around looking for people to pick up, mm-hmm. and we come across this this group, and there's this small skinny white guy smaller than me and he's with a group of like five yeah five or six five or five or six like big black guys <laughs> like like a muscle like ripped yes. again um, so this toothpick of a white man yeah. just so stood in stark contrast yeah and also like this white kid was probably no older than 20 yeah and these guys were in their 40s. <laughs> they, they had to be late they 30s, were, early 40s. They were dads. Like, yeah. we, had, we had some conversations yes, with them. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Um, so we didn't really think too much of it at first. Right. I mean, they were just hanging out together. So they get on the van, and you were the one talking to the white kid, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was talking I was talking to Peter. Uh, and so, you know, I was sitting in the very back, uh, and Peter comes all the way to the back, and we're sitting there talking. And, and uh, the van... Uh, it's a pretty small space, you know, it's pretty condensed. And so I'm listening to the conversations that are happening up in front and, um, while also trying to engage in conversation with Peter. And so he tells me his name is Peter. And so we, uh, we're, we're engaging. I'm trying to talk to him about what, you know, kind of get his life story, trying to look for a way to transition into a, uh, gospel conversation. And, uh, <laughs> I got to tell you guys, I don't think I succeeded. I, I don't remember succeeding in transitioning to the gospel because the, the the story that came from Peter's mouth and the conversations ahead of us that happened were just so funny that I kind of lost track of what I was supposed to be doing. Because as the conversation continued, come to find out that Peter and uh, his group of friends that he was with, uh, they... Uh, did not know one another. They they had met the night previous, and uh, it all started because Peter's original group of friends uh, that he came to the island with just completely abandoned him, and uh, he was just walking around at this 
club or party or something that, you know, just uh, looked for a group of people to to interact with and begin to hang out with. And yeah. he chose these, yeah. <laughs> you know, group of dads who just decided to come and party. And uh, yeah. it's also worth pointing out that somewhere throughout the course of the night, Peter lost his shirt. Yes. So he was shirtless. Yes. So <laughs> he's shirtless and riding in the van and um, continuing to get the story of what happened. And uh, and then uh, Peter leans over to me and, uh, and, and you know, for it being eight in the morning, uh, he is he's still pretty intoxicated. Uh, he leans over and tells me, <laughs> leans over and says, Hey man, just so you know, my real name isn't Peter, it's Logan, but they couldn't remember my name, so they just started calling me Peter, <laughs> and, and one of the guys in front of him heard him, he's like, yeah man, we couldn't remember at all, so we just started calling him P- Peter, and it stuck, and oh man, it was just... Well, the other oh. crazy part of the story is that... They were going, like, these guys had a hotel room they were going back to. I think they were all yeah. sharing, like, one, maybe two hotel rooms. Yes. And they were going to go sleep it off. Uh-huh. And Peter was just going with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just met this guy. But even crazier than that, they had driven all the way from Georgia. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, I remember that. And, like, I think they had gotten there the day before and got the hotel room for one night. Yeah. But they were they didn't sleep it in the night. They were going at 8 in the morning, and they were going to, like, power nap and wake up and drive back to Georgia. Yes. They, they had like one night of partying in South Padre. <laughs> because I remember this so clearly. One of them said that he had to go back for his like kid's birthday yes, party. Yes. <laughs> and so they had this idea, these group of late 30s, early 40s year old dads, that they were going to drive down from Georgia to South Padre Island, Texas and party for one night Take a three-hour cat nap, and then get back up and drive back to Georgia. It was one of the most wild things yeah. I had ever heard. Yeah, it was a crazy... Like, I don't even remember the conversations from this past year at Beach Reach. But I remember that oh, one man, 11 years ago. Yes. Well, and that's like, you know, there were so many great stories from that first year. And it seemed like every, every year... You know, <laughs> Of course, like we would always go down with the heart to to share the gospel, right? We we never forgot the main reason that we were there, but man, we just <laughs> encountered so many people and just had so many amazing stories just from. Yeah. Oh man, uh, it's so fun. You said you had a few things you wanted to do. Yeah. So what are we gonna start with? Yeah, of course. So, uh, so I wanted to start off with, um. This concept, this idea, um, I don't know if any of you guys ever listen to sports radio, um, but there's a certain person within the sports radio world who he likes to do uh, a weekly segment where he talks about where he got things right and where he got things wrong. And so I wanted to go ahead and take that idea, yeah. so I'm stealing uh, again. Yeah. But um, I got everything right, so. Well, you think you got everything right. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do, and I will say that I think uh, my list uh, has more uh, right takes than wrong takes. Okay, good. But we still need yeah. to address the wrong takes, okay? okay. And so, we didn't, he didn't tell me any of these ahead of time, so these are all 
These are all a surprise to me. Okay. Unexpected. So, uh, we're going to call this segment where Kyle was right and where Kyle was wrong. Okay. And uh, we're going to start off on a positive note where Kyle was right. Kyle, uh, on a serious note, uh, I think you were right uh, in your reasoning for women in ministry. Okay. I, uh, you know, personally, you and I have had conversations that I don't think we line up uh, on all points in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really appreciate about your episode early on in the, in your podcast history uh, was you took time to reason with Scripture. Mm. You took time to dive into the text and give a scriptural proof and evidence for why you believed what you believed. And I think so many on both sides of this, of this conversation um, far too often use hyperbole mm. and insults to try to, you know, have gotcha moments with one another. Yeah. And so uh, I really liked and appreciated your your reasoning there. Well, good. Uh, so uh, where you were wrong, mm. and uh, not only is this one going to uh, probably offend you, okay. um, and, uh, uh, well, you know, this is actually, you might not be offended at this one, but I know a long-term listener will probably be offended with this one. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really sorry, Nate. Uh, Culver's is just not that good. Okay. I've Since we've talked about Culver's on the show, I've yeah. eaten there, and I love it. Okay. My well, most recent Culver's experience was like six weeks ago. Okay. And well. My first one was like a year and a half ago. I loved it more the second time. Okay. Well, I'll just tell you this. Mm-hmm. When uh, my wife and I lived in North Carolina mm-hmm. for three years, there was a Culver's in town, and... I really tried. I tried yeah. many times to go there and find something that I would like. The burgers were just not great. Like Did you get the, the butter burger? Yes, okay. that's, that's the burger that I tried. I tried I every it. variation. It was just I'm, not good. I'm Team Nate on this one. Well, their cheese curds are okay at best. Where do you have a better cheese curd at? Well, that's the only place you can have a cheese curd, really. So it's the best cheese curd you've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, but in that same sentiment, it's the worst cheese curd I've ever had. Well, that's true. That's true. Um, okay. While we're on this topic, I'm gonna on episode 99. I'm gonna talk about California trip. But okay. Yeah. Since we were in California, we ate In and Out. I ate In and Out. I saw. I saw your I Instagram three story. Times. My Instagram story said I'm in danger of converting because uh-huh. I've been here three times this week. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna come out and say it. In and Out is better than Burger King. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have me worried. I'm still not. No, I still. I still think Whataburger is better. But I will say, I don't know if they do it different in California. It was better than the Texas In and Out experience yeah. that I had. Yeah. Uh, we ate it in San Francisco and mm-hmm. in another in another smaller town. Yeah. Uh, it was much better than the two times I experienced it right. in Arlington, Texas. So well, I'm, I'm coming around to In and Out. Yeah. Well, you know that, um, so back in the summer of, when was that? Summer of 2018, mm-hmm. I went with a friend from the camp that I was working with, and we went on a road trip mm-hmm. uh, to his uh, mom's house in Ventura, California. Oh, and uh, it was it was fun, you know, mm-hmm. um, but um, I'm not a, a road trip kind of vacationer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get to where we're going. Yeah. And just stay there. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to maximize my rest and relaxation. 
anyway, so we were in Ventura for only a couple days, and uh, then I had to fly back. And uh, he was going to work at another camp in California, so I couldn't stay with his um, mom at her house that night. So she dropped me off. I, it was the first time I ever stayed at a hostel, oh, nice. um, and it was it was an interesting experience. I'll say that. Um, but uh, that morning, uh, I uh, looked at the map, and it was going to either be I could either pay for an Uber, about sixty dollars, to take me to LAX, or I could walk was what I thought was a reasonable. Uh, I think it was just under five miles to, to, to LAX. Now that's probably just to the gate of the airport. It, like it, an additional six miles. In. That was it was to the outer edge of LAX, <laughs> and so. And for those of you who, you know, who have maybe flown a lot and, and know uh, kind of what LAX looks like or, or maybe you don't, uh, let me just go ahead and say, like, uh, you just can't walk up to the front door of LAX. Like, there's no, like, um, <laughs> there's no sidewalk for you to walk on. <laughs> Eventually, their sidewalk disappears and you're just walking on the edge of the highway as cars fly by. And so, is it like a DFW kind of like highway into the airport? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. That's... Think, because think about it. It's like the second largest city yeah. in the U.S. This <laughs> is like one of the largest airports in the U.S. in the world, probably. And I'm just walking on the and, and there's there's no shoulder either. Like I'm just walking right on the line. I could have got hit at any moment. But right before you get on that spot, I was walking. So I decided I was going to try to take the scenic route, right? You know, I decided I was going to um, walk from the hostel down to the beach and walk the beach up to where I needed to cut over. And right before uh, we got to, I was nearing um, LAX, and as I was about to start my journey, my ascent up the highway, uh, there happened to be an in and out an In-N-Out burger. Uh, for the weary traveler. <laughs> yeah, for right the, on the corner. For the, for the weary foot travelers. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> 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 so I stopped in, and, and I have to say, as somebody who is probably the biggest Whataburger fanboy who will never get off the hill that that is the yeah. best place, uh, it was quite good. Like yeah. it was, like uh, I didn't like the fries. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah, I even tried like the animal style, mm-hmm. you know, fries. It just wasn't, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the burger itself was 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 quite yeah. good, you know. So Culver's or In and Out? Oh, In and Out okay. by a mile. I still I think Culver's takes the edge. For okay, me. yeah, but but, yeah. <laughs> but to to wrap up that story after I left In and Out, that was not the main point of this. Why I wanted to say this, but here we are. Uh, so I start my walk up the highway to LAX and mind you, cars are like zooming by me. Like, and people are honking their horns, like calling me, like, I know they're just calling me an idiot with their horns. I get it. And finally this, um, I don't even think that he was being kind. I think he was like, I better get this idiot off the road before he dies. Uh, he was driving. He was driving for Lyft, and pulls over. He has somebody in the back of the car, <laughs> and he says, 
what are you doing? I said, I'm trying to go to, to, to the airport. And he said, get in this car right now. And he looked back at his, at his, the person that he was giving a ride to. And he's like, look, like, we just need to pick this guy up. And so there I sat in the passenger seat of this car. Yeah, he was definitely just worried about your life at that point. Yeah, yeah, there was not really kindness in his voice. It was... You're an idiot, and we're going to rectify this situation. And so, it just so happened that, you know, and this is a pretty big airport, so there's multiple terminals. Uh, it just so happened that me and this girl that uh, was getting a lift from this guy uh, for Lyft was, uh, we were getting dropped off at the same terminal. And so we were both getting out of the car at the same time. And it was like this moment, like, where our eyes kind of locked, and we were like, mm-hmm. Well, that happened. And, uh, and that's how Josh met his wife. <laughs> <laughs> now they're married. Yep. With a child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I met my wife. Yeah. No, that is not. Uh, but it was just this moment of this, this girl just, just shock across her face that I would even attempt to do what I was doing and then walked away very that's, disgusted. That's someone who. The largest city they've ever lived in is San Angelo, Texas. <laughs> that, impl- that exemplifies that story. Yep. Explains that. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I was just a, sim- a simple country bumpkin <laughs> thinking that I could walk <laughs> up to LAX and just get in the airplane. <laughs> yeah, did you try to walk on the runway too? <laughs> I'll just, take this, I'll just take the stairs into the plane. Well, what's so funny is, like I told you, like the, the GPS, like the, the the less than five miles was just to the outer fence. And so I had to walk around the perimeter of LAX. Like a security threat. I had to walk this fence. Like I could see LAX in the distance, but I had to walk the, the entire yeah. length of this airport to get around to the front. <laughs> oh man, I thought at some at one point I was like, like I could like it was too tall of a fence for me to jump, but I was just thinking like if I just had a pair of like bolt cutters where I could just clip my way in, I would be arrested and be going to jail. But at least I'd be out of this situation. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be here anymore, and that's what's important. Oh man. Man, that's a great story. I never heard that before. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm glad we let into that because that was, oh man, <laughs> all that from Culver's. <laughs> yep. So, uh, wow. So we need to get back to okay, our yeah, best. Yeah, let's days. get back because we've gone through two. <laughs> yes. How many do you have? Um, I got I got three or four worst takes. Okay. So I'll try to match it for right uh, for for right takes as okay. well. Okay. Yeah. So we got about six hours left to go. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> right. That last one was any That's right. Okay. So yeah, I have a couple of walking to the airport stories that we might get to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> really, I've never done that. <laughs> well, excuse me. I have, I have, I'm a country bumpkin too, but I have a little bit of cultural awareness. <laughs> excuse me for thinking that the world was a simple place. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so uh, where where Kyle was right, uh, Kyle, I really um, liked your explanation and defense of amillennialism. Okay, uh, as go. a fellow as a fellow amillennial, yeah. um, I was very 
uh, excited to see our our point of view represented well, um, and really just to hear you take take down premillennialism. Yeah, I did it. I saw <laughs> yeah hundreds and, of years of well, yes. No, they came about like two hundred years ago. <laughs> but you decades know, worth of bad theology. You know, and if there's any premillennials out there, you yeah. know who think he might just be a heretic and mm-hmm. and want to send him a very lengthy email about it, then yeah. you know that's, that's not something that actually happened. Oh, okay, yeah, wink, 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 wink. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Did I ever talk about that? Uh, no, okay. you, I don't, you know. So not, when you brought it up earlier, I was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I won't. Sit, I won't name any names or give any really any specifics, but I did receive some back like the. The, is the rapture biblical? And I determined it wasn't. I received a harshly worded, lengthy email in response to that. Yep. Um, and there were some other consequences of that, but <laughs> yeah. like I said, I won't get into it. Right. Right. But yeah. But uh, but it was not a good ev- take. Not everybody thinks that's a good take. You're right. <laughs> well, you know, the, in this in this list here, and this list happens to be infallible. Um, yeah. Yeah. This uh, yeah. it's a good take. Wait. So if you address anything I said in my infallible list and you said it's wrong, how is your list infallible? Well, you understand what I'm saying? what's true for you may not be true for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad we're on the yeah. same page. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, sweet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> where Kyle was wrong, I'm about to say this, and uh, I think some new information has come to light. Uh, where Kyle was wrong, though, you were wrong about hoodies. And... Mm-hmm. For my explanation, yeah. for my defense, hoodies are a man's best friend. Mm-hmm. Forget the dogs. Hoodies mm-hmm. is where it's at. It has yeah. a little pouch mm-hmm. for you to keep your hands warm in the wintertime. You, if you get hot, you don't have to take it off like a shirt. You can just roll the, roll the sleeves up, and boom, you got a short sleeve shirt on. Okay. And, and it's the perfect layering material. You can wear a shirt, a coat. And then a hoodie, and you are ready for any type of weather. Yeah. Okay. I will say, we talked about this <laughs> earlier, I have softened my stance on the hoodie. Uh, there was, leading up to that episode, that was going on two years ago, was to kick off the fall of 2021, and I talked about things about the fall that I don't like, and I didn't like hoodies. At that point, it had been years since I'd even put on a hoodie. Mm-hmm. But one day, I was at the BSM, and it was like colder than expected, and the only thing I had in my office was a hoodie that I'd like, gotten at an event and just never took it home. So I put on the hoodie, and I was like, you know what? This is very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I've been a hoodie guy ever since. I still prefer a zip-up jacket. I still prefer something lighter than a hoodie. I still think a hoodie is a big commitment, mm-hmm. like, but I'm willing to take it off if I need to. I'm willing to, to make that sacrifice. So yeah. the hoodie is not ideal. It's not my best friend. I'll disagree <laughs> with you on that. But I'm I'm on a I'm on speaking terms with hoodies. Okay, too. all right. You're at least acquaintances. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm I glad wore, to see you. Wore a hoodie me. last week. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. When the tempers, temperatures were 113 in Texas, yeah, but I was wow. not in Texas. So, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say if you if you wear a hoodie in 113 degree weather. Yeah. Yeah. You. Uh, well, you I just roll up the sleeves. It's just like wearing a short sleeve shirt, right? You know, you like, got me there. What you just said. Yeah. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah. You would turn. Uh, you almost passing out from heat exhaustion into mm-hmm. a nice breezy day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What were you wearing when you walked up to the airport in LAX? And what was the weather like? <laughs> were, you so, pulling a, were you pulling luggage too? Please tell me you were. 
<laughs> no, I wasn't. But that would have been so much better. So... <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle is just dying on the couch right now. His face is as red as a tomato. Just the visual. So what I was actually wearing that day... Can't let me I get through this. What we're talking about. We're talking about uh, hoodies. Okay. <laughs> I, Go ahead. I, I was, for some stupid reason, I thought the best thing for me to wear to save on space was to wear. I was gonna wear jeans, and I had a shirt, and I had the little, uh, I had a little quarter zip on. Okay. But my bag, my bag of choice at this time, was. <laughs> Was uh was this little I mean small duffel bag that I had received? Uh, it was actually part of a uh, a gift from a previous girlfriend, and uh, it came along with a it was a bottle of cologne, and with the cologne for some reason came this little duffel bag, and so when I was packing for this road trip, I thought I need to pack in the smallest thing possible because I do not want to pay for. To check a bag. I don't want to have to carry uh, a luggage bag wherever I go. And so I had this little tiny duffel bag that had stuffed maybe, I maybe had three or four like shirts and like a couple pairs of shorts that I just alternated through this whole road trip. (laughs) And I was, I took this little duffel bag for the first part of the trip. I had tried to wear it like a backpack. And if, if you know me in real life, like, it, you know that I have pretty broad shoulders. And this little duffel bag was not meant for that. And so halfway through my journey, the, the duffel straps broke. <laughs> and so I just had to carry this thing under my arm. Carry it like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> So just imagine the scene of me walking on the highway with this little duffel bag with broken straps. Oh, oh man. I think it's the first time I've cry laughed ever on the show. Oh. I don't think it's never happened before. <laughs> okay, so it all relates back to this this epic journey of Josh walking. To the Los Angeles airport. <laughs> oh man! So, so hoodies is a bad take. Okay, so I partially agree with that. Okay, I'll, I'll well, I can't. You know, uh, and not wanting to make the podcast any longer than what it is, this is a, seems like a perfect time to have a sidestep into what I want to pitch to you, Kyle. Okay, Kyle Krim. Mm-hmm. If anybody didn't know, that's Kyle's last name. Mm-hmm. And for a while, uh, well, if, you, if you're not like me, you've been listening to this podcast for a while. And if you'll remember, early on in the show, Kyle tried to get a campaign going where he needed your ideas to what to call his fans of the show. Mm-hmm. 
and he happened to end up on Friends of the Show. It's fine. Generic. Generic. Very generic. But when I was listening to this podcast just mere days ago, I it was like a light bulb that appeared right before my head. And I have a new, from here on out, this is what we're going to call ourselves. We're no longer friends of the show. We are now all criminals. Mm-hmm. With CRIM in all capitals. So C-R-I-M, annuls. <laughs> so we're all criminals now. Let's get the hashtag going. And as a special treat... Kyle doesn't even know this. I have designed, speaking of hoodies, I have designed my own hoodie that I <laughs> use. That's why you're asking my size? Yeah. Is that in your bag of tricks? No. Oh, I, dang it. Because <laughs> I was planning on buying one. I was going to get one just for you. But. Let me explain it. Okay. <laughs> so, I, I use the high-tech design Software at custominc.com, okay. <laughs> which is not that great. <laughs> and I created uh, a front and a back. The back is just that's why I had you send me the high def image okay. of Not a Christian Podcast logo. Yeah, the back is Not a Christian Podcast, and in the center, I'll even have a picture I can show you, and oh we can we can upload it. Okay. This the the front is a simple design. So here's the back. Okay. The whole the whole logo. Okay. The whole logo is gonna go on the back. Nice. And the front is a simple, elegant font that that wraps that says, I am a criminal. (laughs) I love that so much. (laughs) And I and I actually, thankfully, uh the the experts at uh, Custom Inc. actually allowed me to use the same colors that the circles are. So it's a green, oh, that brand. green with the red circle as like a border. And Love so uh, we'll look, we'll, I'll post those in my story if Kyle doesn't. But uh, uh, I am trying to get, uh, I'm trying to push and get a group of people together that says they will want a, I am a criminal <laughs> hoodie. Okay. And if we get enough, I can see what, uh, what kind of deal we can get for hoodies and, okay. uh, and put this together. Nice. So. Well, that's... So, am I getting one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did that the whole story. I wasn't sure. <laughs> it was going to be just you. Just just me. Like I have to buy it? <laughs> it's going to be a one-on-one. I'm the only one that's going to have it. <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, that would be, like, the best thing ever. Because think about it. Like, you're walking down the street, and you happen to pass somebody in a white yeah. hoodie... And all that it says on the front is, I'm a criminal. <laughs> and then on the back is a, is advertisement for not a Christian podcast. Okay. Like, it's, I've never seen a greater uh, gospel starter than that. Yeah, okay, well, I will, I'll jump, when I, when I get mine, I'm going to jump full on the team hoodie. Okay. No more, great. No more reservations. Great. You, you officially converted me. Right. Congratulations. The, the, the process had already begun, but I'm in. Right. But I'm not going to wear it in the summer. Oh, well. Not gonna wear it anytime soon. If you don't want to wear cool breezy tea in the summertime, I, I totally get it. You know, that's that's yeah. on you. I'll just roll up the sleeves. You know, oh, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's the sidetrack. Guys, okay. get in the comments, slide into Kyle's DMs, mm-hmm. tell him that you want a <laughs> I am a criminal hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it looked pretty good. The picture you showed me, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so last ones. And these are a pair. 
where Kyle was right. Kyle, you were right about putting ketchup on hot dogs. Thank you. It is. Let me tell you. So, like, when I was a kid, like, my mom... I was about to say, God rest her soul. She's not dead. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I didn't know about this. I, I like your mom. She's really nice. <laughs> uh, she's a really nice lady. But she thought for some reason when I... <laughs> she bought it when I was, like, a junior, senior in high school, maybe. Or maybe I was even in college. She decided that she was going to get me a, a shirt... There was it was Heinz ketchup red, and on the front it said, "I put ketchup on my ketchup because that's how much I love ketchup as a kid." Yeah, and she could not, for the life of her, understand why I did not want to wear that shirt because it was so embarrassing. <laughs> well, it's well, you put ketchup on your burger though, right? Well, hold on, I'm getting there. Okay, so yeah, so so ketchup on hot dogs. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I put ketchup on hot dogs all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a few years ago. I had, I went years without a hot mm-hmm. dog, and so uh, one one time I, I decided you know what I'm gonna splurge a little bit. I'm not even gonna get the the hot dogs that are a combination of beef, pork, and chicken. Okay, I was about to say your your splurge <laughs> is buying hot dogs. The all beef <laughs> okay, hot dogs. The all beef. Yeah, and so I bought the all beef hot dogs. Mm-hmm. I bought a nice hot dog bun, and so I I, <laughs> I still am not that fancy. I put it in the microwave, and. Uh, I pull it out and I do what I've always done and I put ketchup on it. Okay. And I took one bite and let me tell you, it was the worst thing I have ever had. It like it threw it off. Like it took this nice like flavor profile of a hot dog, mm-hmm. like a beef hot dog. Yeah. And where you just, can act the meat is actually meat. Right. Like good meat. Right. Yeah. And it took it and it just soured it and it was just not good. Yeah. Those, those beef hot dogs they aren't cheap. Yeah, they weren't. I had to throw it. I literally threw it away. I could not eat, bring myself to eat it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's what you like. You I'm, would do that? Yes. Maybe, I mean, maybe the bun is salvageable. That's what I'm <laughs> concerned about. No, have you never been to like cooking on a grill or something and they drop the hot dogs into the coals? No. <laughs> well, my dad did it all the time. <laughs> and he just like took it to the sink and rinsed it off and put it back on there. I like. I guess I'd never seen that before. If like, I ever dropped, a, if I ever dropped a hot dog on a coal, yeah. just tossed it. I never thought to rinse it under yeah, the water. You just put it back, and the water That's evaporates fair. off of it. I mean, I never thought about that. <laughs> you know, thanks, Kyle's dad. I'll, I'll know that for next time. <laughs> Does your dad listen to the podcast? No. Ah, oh, bummer. I don't think so. At least let me know if you're listening. <laughs> Okay, so, so that's yeah. So culinary tips from Kyle's dad. <laughs> new segment of the show. <laughs> oh man, that'd be so good. Okay, so you were right on your take with ketchup on hot dogs. Okay. Now, where you were wrong, mm-hmm. and I'll say there is some stipulations. Where you were wrong is your very strong stance on ketchup on burgers. Yeah, you. <laughs> First of all, I was trying to explain to my wife the other night of just like trying to explain like who you are as a person. And, and <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and one of the things that like just happened to come across my mind when I was explaining who you were to her uh, is that you are very strong on your opinions and you will stand firm. And I think honestly, it's probably all your training as a debate uh Debater. Debater. Yeah. In uh in high school. Yeah, that's where it all started. I wouldn't have you know, a, I wouldn't have a hundred episodes of a podcast yeah. if it weren't for my strong opinion. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 
Well, uh, so where my stipulations come in okay. is that I I agree with you mm-hmm. if it is a well cooked, high quality burger. Mm-hmm. If it's like a burger from like a nice restaurant, something like that. Like, and it's well done, like not well done in temperature. I mean, my, I do not want hockey pucks. Mm-hmm. But if it's cooked well, seasoned well, mm-hmm. all you need is, is a little little mayo, maybe even just like a fancy burger sauce, little lettuce. I don't like tomato, but I like ketchup for some reason. So. <laughs> yeah, <I'm the> <laughs> and, uh, and that's all you need. Okay. But if you're going to be sitting there mm-hmm. eating McDonald's, look, nobody wants to eat McDonald's, right? Like, a lot of people do. I do. A lot of people. I do DoorDash. Right. That's the worst place to go. Oh yeah. They're so packed. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. Like, who all? Who's eating McDonald's? <laughs> I think we all go there because it's so cheap. It's not even cheap anymore. I was looking at the menu the other day when I was there, and like yeah. a Big Mac meal is like nine fifty now. Right, but I mean, like, compare that to what like other prices are like at other fast food restaurants. Yeah, so. you know, it's still up. cheaper than all the others. Yeah. You know, Ugh, the no. economy. Thanks, a certain Thanks person. <laughs> we'll just say it. Because <laughs> no other factors played into this. That's right. Joe Biden is sitting there at his desk controlling the Big Mac prices. That's and right. we're not going to stand for it anymore. He has a button right on his desk that say increase just, Big Mac. There's only an up button. <laughs> Gosh dang it. He's, that's, why, that's why McDonald's went to the video, like the screen menus. Yeah. So Joe Biden can just access it directly. That's right. From his computer and his I am convinced that anytime I go and try to order a Big Mac, Joe Biden is sitting there waiting and he just knocks it up, up, up a few up, up, cents. Up, up, up. <laughs> if it's a cheap burger and you're just going there, you just need a meal. And I'll even say this. I think with the right ketchup, I think it's a good addition. My 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 defense is this. My evidence is this. The best ketchup on this earth is Whataburger spicy ketchup. Mm-hmm. It's just a fact. Yeah. That's a true mean. fact. And what I like about it is it has a little of the sweet and the tang, but it has the spice. It brings a different depth of flavor. And so for me, when I'm eating Whataburger, I just got, I got to get the spicy ketchup. Okay. It's what it is. But I will say this. So in the fall of 2019... Um, Lydia's, uh, Lydia is my wife. Uh, her family. Not the lift girl. What? I said not the lift girl. Not, not was, the lift girl. That was fabulous. Spoiler alert in case anybody was thinking I, <laughs> that was the start of a fairy yeah. tale romance. Uh, I did not uh, marry the lift girl. Um, but. Is she uh, single? Do you keep in contact? You know, I. Was I, she pretty? She was okay. okay. You want me? You want me to introduce you to her? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Let okay. me. I'll just go walk on the highway. <laughs> Maybe she has a podcast and she's telling the story <laughs> from her perspective. Oh my god! There was this idiot walking in LAX. I basically paid for his lift. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not asking to rate women on oh, the walk. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were about to ask something no. about the walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyways, what I was trying to say is you don't rate women here. Just that's right. Putting that out there. That's right. We do that after. 
Except Josh, he's married. That's right. His wife's a ten. That's all. That's right. That's all he thinks. That's all he thinks about. Amen. <laughs> well, I'm not saying she's <laughs> she's very cool, but I don't think of her in that way. Right. <laughs> I'm not rating your wife either. <laughs> she's a ten in Josh's eyes. And me, she's my friend's wife. I'm very happy. <laughs> Oh, All right. <laughs> Is she gonna listen to this? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So. Oh, did you explain to her who I was when I <laughs> I messaged you to tell her happy birthday? <laughs> Do you so Josh, Josh and his wife have the same birthday, and it's also their wedding anniversary. <laughs> so it's like this all in one. So on his birthday, I thought it'd be funny. Like, hey, Josh, can you tell Lydia happy birthday for me? <laughs> and I never acknowledged his birthday. <laughs> Did she get the humor? Okay, I she did. I didn't want to make it seem like I was like a, a weirdo. You just yeah. And I never. I was actually. I meant to tell you happy birthday later. Never you never did. That was expecting I it. Of it like a, a week later, I was like, whoops. I was in there expecting like, okay, he's gonna text me later, and you never did. I was like, wow, he is he is committed to this bit. Yeah. That's part part comedy, Ooh. but mostly just I, I'm a bad texter. Right, I forget. Oh man, uh, yes. So what I was trying to say was, I have 336 unread messages. Sorry, continue. <laughs> In 2019, Lydia's family for for Thanksgiving, an American holiday, mind you, uh, decided they were going to spend Thanksgiving uh, in Paris, France. Um, I just want to clarify, like, you know, we, like, you they're know. Rich, rich. <laughs> they're not wealthy. They're but, poor. No, they're not poor. <laughs> they just happen to be financially disciplined when it came to okay. p- planning for this for, yeah. for this trip. Um, but they happened to invite me along. They walked in here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We just walked from their house to the Houston that's, airport. That's how you take French vacations. You don't pay for taxis to get to the airport. You don't pay for parking. <laughs> Forget Dave Ramsey. <laughs> that's how you save money. <laughs> oh, man. Continue. Okay. So <laughs> while we're while we're there in Paris, uh, the um, subway um, the subway entrance that was nearest to the apartment that we were staying at uh, just so happened to have a, a burger shop, uh, which I was I was very surprised. I was like, I didn't, for some reason in my mind, I was like, the French know about burgers. <laughs> Uh, but it was this place, it was called Bio Burger, and so I thought, and in my head this whole time, I was like, what if this is just, like, some, like, chemical, like, meat alternative, like, or something like that. Anyways, the reason why I say this is, at that place, they had this ketchup there, that when I first had it, it was terrible, because they had no sugar in it. It was just, like, it was, like, a, it was a ketchup, like, it was essentially, like, the, the consistency of a ketchup, the 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 seasonings of the ketchup if you will like you know if you ever look at the ingredients like there's like onion powder and garlic powder there's a different spice blend in it um but without the sugar and so at first i hated it 
But by the end of our week there, after eating there a couple times, I grew to love it because it was what you're what what you say about ketchup is right. The sweetness overpowers everything, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it drowns out things. But with 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 a ketchup like that, the French ketchup with the French ketchup, not Frenches, not Frenches. Yes, it's a brand. But with the French ketchup, it added to the burger and not took away. Okay. And so. So that's the stipulation? Yeah. It has to be... Spicy ketchup? It has to be the right ketchup. Spicy ketchup... French burger restaurant ketchup. (laughs) Yes, you have to fly to Paris (laughs) to get that ketchup. All right, starting to go fund me. Because we, as Americans, don't know what sugar-free ketchup is. Actually, I think we do sell that. Well, it's still sweetened with something. Oh. Some alternative. (laughs) Just like they put sweet and low instead of sugar? I don't know. I I never delved into that world. Yes. So, Kyle, you were slightly wrong on ketchup on burgers. Okay. Um, another, <laughs> another couple of honorable mentions with my, uh, with my Kyle was right. Uh, your guilty pleasure music mm-hmm. selection, spot on. Good. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to make this confession here, mm-hmm. uh, because I will never live it down uh, with my wife. Um. Oh, here we go. Um. I happen to really like a few of Taylor Swift's songs. Hey, here we go. And We're making life-altering confessions on Not a Christian Podcast. It's a good boat to be in. I feel you like know, I've talked about it yeah, a lot on yeah, the show. Yeah, I, I actually say, like Taylor Swift. Music. Yeah, I think you... Uh, well, you, you made the comment that uh, you thought Antihero was, uh, was, was the perfect pop yeah. song. And... Uh, but, you know, it, does she have one or two songs in the upcoming tournament for Worst Song? She has two. Two. Me and, and uh, uh, Look What You Make Me Do. Is, is that, that the right one? I thought look. it was uh, You Need to Calm Down. Oh, You Need to Calm Down. Yes, yes, yes. Look What You Made Me Do should have been in there. <laughs> but, yeah. but, uh, but anyways, I digress. Taylor Swift. I, for many years, held bitterness and anger in my heart towards her. Yeah. And if you ask my wife, <laughs> when we're in the car and we're driving, uh, every once in a while when she decides that she wants to put up a fight and put on her own music, because normally she doesn't ever, she's like, just put on whatever you want. Unless it's classic rock. She will not listen to classic rock whatsoever. I've never heard of a person that would say that. <laughs> okay. I have to get you, like, I have to get her to tell you her, like, her stance on that, because... Literally, like it could be like the most. Think of the most mellow, like light classic rock. Uh huh. And like the Doobie Brothers. Like yes. The Brothers. Yes. Okay. And, and she will sit there, Doing and that. she will, she will sit there and say that she cannot stand listening to it because she cannot stand the guitar. She she won't like any time a song cuts into like a, a guitar solo or anything like that. She's like, it's just a bunch of noise. There's nothing good about it. It adds nothing to the song. It's like, okay. Oh, that makes zero sense. <laughs> hey, man. I, I, I agree with you. Okay. But anyways, right. when she when she gets the music choice, it's always Taylor Swift or Chris Renzema. That one I'm, I'm okay with. We can, we, can, we can gather around that one. Mm-hmm. But for so long, I tried to hold hate in my heart towards Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I have to sit here and confess that yeah. there, there are some songs that... What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? I actually have it written down here. Okay. Uh, so, Anti-Hero... Anti-Hero. <laughs> Anti-Hero is pretty good. 
but I would have to say my favorite song right now by hers that I listen to actually quite frequently when, when my wife's not in the car uh, is uh, Lavender Haze. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, good one. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Like, and uh, also your take on power ballads, like with 80 power ballads that you had. Like, I was sitting there like, you know, like snapping, trying to frat snap like so much because yeah. I was like, this, what, can this you remind is... me of what my take was on power ballads? Oh, yeah. yeah like you were talking about your, like on your on your guilty pleasure list. Okay, yeah. You know, like your... Uh, the things that you know you you, you don't want to like, but you just do. Uh, you were very on uh, uh, power ballads at the moment, like yeah. '80s power ballads. Uh, I think the example that you gave was probably Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yes, okay, Total yeah. Eclipse, <laughs> or like Alone by the Band Heart. Those yeah, are my two favorite '80s yeah. power ballads. Yeah, yes. yeah, Total Eclipse of the Heart was <laughs> was the one that you brought up, and uh, <laughs> which of course. Made me remind, <laughs> reminded me of uh, the parody like that was listed in the office whenever it talked about Michaels uh, had made parodies of songs and <laughs> it was Total Eclipse of the Fart. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but that was the episode when like Toby was leaving, you know, mm-hmm. and so he wrote he rewrote Goodbye Stranger Goodbye, Toby. <laughs> to Goodbye Toby. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, I mean, yeah. So, guilty pleasure music, coffee. We talked about that a little earlier, just you and I, about, you know, just as we've gotten older, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like nothing beats a good cup of just regular black coffee. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. I definitely believe that you and I, today, we can make this commitment. We can create our own curling team and go win an Olympic medal. I'm down. Absolutely. Just got to find some ice. (laughs) Yeah. I had this thought whenever I was moving back to North Carolina in the in the Winter Olympics or moving from North Carolina back to Texas. And um, I had this thought of like I could be the first person in West Texas to create like a curling like a like a recreational curling rink and just like cuz I was thinking like man there's got to be like some like country farmers like country bumpkins like myself that sit there and look at curling on the Olympics and think I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what like I don't think the most recent Winter Olympics were, but mm-hmm. whenever that USA had that gold medal run, mm-hmm. it was like a bunch of like pretty normal guys. Yeah. They well, just... it, that that same team actually competed in the most recent. Okay. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think they medaled, but it was that same team. It was like those guys that like well, they just looked like yeah, dads. If you just have access to a what a curling arena, what is yeah. it called? I, I don't know. You are automatically like in the top point zero zero one percent. <laughs> Of Americans, like if right. you just get some practice, in, right? You have a distinct advantage. <clears throat> you get to think that, like, like when they like are doing the curling competitions, like to determine who's going to the Olympics. Like, you got to think that like not many people are showing up to that, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like our, obviously our, our real athletes are doing other sports. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Like LeBron right. James isn't gonna do Olympic curling anytime soon. Yep. Maybe yeah. after he retires, actually, I don't know. Honestly, he's getting close to retirement. He you know, could do it. He might have a career resurgence. Yeah. Oh, in I bet Tom Brady could do it. Oh yeah, that man is committed to everything. Oh yeah, he can... and he's not. He's got. I don't want to say it. <laughs> say it. He's got no family obligations. <laughs> <laughs> What's holding them down? <laughs> he has nothing but time. <laughs> That's that's, yeah. Oh man, I should edit that out, but I'm not going to. Yeah, that's that's okay. <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, where Kyle was right, where Kyle was wrong. And uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We are well over an hour. Oh, so wow. So let's wrap this one. Okay. And we'll do episode 101 later. Yeah. So back Sounds to great. back. Uh, do you know the sign off well enough to do it? You want to do it for us? Oh, uh, let me see if I can remember it. Okay. Uh, that's all the evangelical filth I have for you today. That's a wrap and that's a frat snap. And I promise to do better next time. Later. Good. Next time, I promise I'll do just a little bit better. Ah, uh, next time I'll do yeah. just a little bit better. Later. Why do you put the later in there? Just see you later. Oh, see, like, yeah. I always thought, like, my interpretation of it, uh-huh. if you will, of your words, uh, I thought you were trying to make, like, a callback to, like, uh, your <laughs> your confession of being a procrastinator. It's like, like, I'll promise I'll do a little bit better next time, later. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's not it. I wonder who else has thought that. <laughs> so I always <laughs> just thought you were just trying to call back to your procrastinator. Like, who else has misinterpreted that from the very beginning? <laughs> yeah. I'm also just like over the past 16 days, you've also got to see the evolution of the sign-off. Yeah. Because the evangelical really filth yeah. then came into later. Uh, Frat Snap was pretty early on, but yeah. still the first few episodes didn't have it. Yeah. Before that, I guess it was like, next time I promise I'll do just a little bit better later. Yeah. I haven't listened to those old episodes in a while. So yeah. anyway. All right. You want to try it again? Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Take two. Uh, that's all the evangelical filth that we have for you today. For now. For now. No, for now. That's all the evangelical <laughs> <laughs> For now, that's all we have. That's all the... <laughs> I'm trying. I'm screwing this up. I'm going to delete this. this okay. Right <laughs> all this work for nothing. <laughs> For now, that's all the evangelical filth that we have for you today. There's no today. No! (laughs) Okay. For now, that's all the evangelical filth that we have for you. That's a wrap and that's a frat snap. I promise to next time, (laughs) next time I promise to do a little bit better later. All right, we did it. (laughs) Cue the outro music. (laughs)